Hi, this is Hunter Williams with the Awana Tennessee Network. And today I've got Timothy Bennett joining me. He's the Awana missionary for Southeast Georgia. And he's fairly new as an Awana missionary. He started in October of 2019. And even though Timothy's newer to the Awana missionary role, he is by no means new to Awana. He grew up in Awana since a young age. His parents uh, are Awana missionaries, so he grew up as an Awana missionary kid. So he's been around Awana and knows it backwards and forwards and has seen every aspect of it. So he's the perfect person to have on to talk about our topic of incentives. How do you keep kids motivated and excited and engaged in your club? So I'm gonna go ahead and turn our conversation over to Timothy and I think it's one that you're really going to enjoy. All right, we've got Tim on here with us. Tim, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. Yeah, and I was super excited to have you on because you've got a really unique perspective than some of the other people I've had on so far is, you know, a lot of uh, the missionaries and guests I've had, they've either been in Awana, they serve as a missionary in Awana, but you're the first one I've had on that can say you were an Awana missionary kid and now you're in Awana Missionary. So uh, before we even get to talking about our topic today, I wanted to just ask you, what was it like growing up as an Awana Missionary kid? Because that is so unique and interesting. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was pretty special. It gives you this really kind of behind the scenes look of what Awana is. So it really has helped shape for what I uh, what, what I do now as an Awana Missionary is I, I felt like I had almost like a head start in all of the stuff that we are doing mm -hmm. as far as being able to communicate with uh, Awana leaders and how different Awana clubs work and walking into different uh, um, Awana clubs and doing club visits or talking with leaders. Cause I watched my dad do that for basically my whole life. So um, uh, it's, it's, it's really cool to be able to have that perspective before you even start into the, into the job. And then to be able to watch your parents um, go, through life, living by faith and watching it play out in their everyday life is is really cool perspective as a kid to be able to be in ministry now and see those things that um, that may happen in our life and we face some of those same struggles and to be able to to have that kind of foundation to say well well mom and dad were able to to walk through faith through the struggles that they had and mm -hmm. my brother and I watched that and so now my brother serves in ministry I serve in ministry and, and it's all. Uh, because of that kind of foundation, we're able to do that. It's not some great, it, it is still a big step, but it's not as, um, it's not as maybe a, as big of a leap for us because we were able to see our parents right. walk through that as well. And we know that when it works out for them, God's able to take care of it for them. He's able to take care of it for us. So uh, yeah. it, it was, it was unique. It was, it was exciting to kind of walk in and be the famous kid in the uh, you know, at the Awana games and the Bible quizzes and stuff that we used to do, um, you know, a scholarship camp, you used to be able to have like, uh, you know, special privileges because you were the Awana missionary kid. <laughs> you yeah. used to do things that other kids didn't get to do because uh, you were just that kid. But, um, but it was, uh, it was, it was good. It had some unique perspectives and it's really helped give me kind of a head start for, for at least the mindset of what it is. Um, yeah. And as a Awana missionary now. Yeah, because you got to travel with them. You got to see oh, the yeah. ins and outs, the behind the scenes. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was a I was a pastor's kid for most of my life. So I get that. You get to see a lot of yeah. things other people don't. 
and right. can grow you and really help you appreciate what your family does. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, well, that, that's really cool. And again, I think you're a perfect guy to come on and talk about our topic today because we're looking at incentives for kids, right? And mm-hmm. Awana, throughout its history, it's been known for this. You know, Awana, they have the badges, the jewels, the awards, yeah. the uniforms. That's something that kind of sticks out when people think of Awana. And so when we think of this thing of incentives, why does Awana use incentives like this as part of their ministry? Well, I think it's always um, kind of good to have something to something tangible to look at to strive for, to say, I completed this and I gained this reward. Um, Mm -hmm. As us as leaders know, um, the reward isn't the excellence award or the Timothy or the citation award as they grow up. Uh, The reward is their, the foundation, the, 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 I've hidden my, that word, if I hidden my heart that I might not sin against you, right? The, The hiding God's word in their heart for their future as they go through life. That's the true reward. But for kids, it's, hard to grasp that as a third grader yeah Um, so so uh it's much it's much more feasible to say if you complete this book here's all these individual awards throughout the year that you're going to get and we're going to celebrate you and we're going to talk about that as you go through and so each little step incrementally you've got these different awards and then at the end here's this trophy that you get for your work um and so it's great to have that tangible we always want something tangible that we can give to that kid to to be able to build into them and then showcase, say, you know, we've got this reward that you get, but the ultimate reward is this and be able to teach them along with that reward um, that we give for them. So, Yeah, I like that, the tangible, because I think we forget kids are concrete thinkers. They're not Absolutely. abstract thinkers like adults are. And so they need those concrete, those tangible milestones to say, yeah. if I say these verses, this is what shows that I've, I've done this. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, too, I, I've heard people talk about, uh, you know, maybe ministers or friends of mine who haven't really been a part of Awana, and they think it's interesting that there's awards and those type of incentives in Awana. And they say, well, isn't that weird that you, you give awards and things like that for scripture? Um, why would you do that? And kind of like following up with what you said, you know, we celebrate a lot of things in our culture. You know, we'll give an yeah. award for someone who wins a baseball game. We'll give a, a prize if you have a good report card. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we give a diploma when you walk across that stage, you, you know, sure. when you graduate high school. So there's a lot of things we celebrate. And my thought is, like, it, if you're going to celebrate something, celebrate that the kids are learning That's scripture, right. learning the gospel. Because, you know, like because kids are tangible, they could almost see those other things as more important because it's like, oh, man, well, I got a trophy in baseball. And then Mm -hmm. for church, they just told me to sit down and listen, you know, so (laughs) I do. I agree, man. I think that uh, awards like that, it helps them to show that we're celebrating the right things. Yeah. What I've learned is what you celebrate is it shows what you value. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm I'm always have one. We always have one more to keep them going so that they can get to that ultimate, like the citation. We want to keep them engaged. We want that lifelong discipleship. We want them to be that lifelong learner. So if you just give, gave maybe a tangible award, there's another step to like, to saying, okay, you got the first book and then the excellence and then your meritorious and then the Timothy and then the Trek awards and then the journey awards and you get your citation at the end. And so each one kind of builds on each other because we want the kids to, to 
have an incentive to move along, not just here's a verse, here's a sticker, but, but here's these celebrations and these trophies. And we're going to walk with you all the way, all the way through. Uh, yeah. Build and, on each other. and it's really cool. Like, you know, like from my perspective, cause I did Awana from when I was young all the way through high school. It's really cool to look back at these awards and mm-hmm. there's so many memories and joys tied behind them. Mm-hmm. You know, I can look back and say, man, I memorized so many verses to get there. Like there's no telling how many hundreds of verses I learned that are tied to all these awards. So they're like Ebenezer's. You know, you talk about in scripture, those Ebenezer's that are set up to point to the faithfulness of God. Mm -hmm. And they're almost like Ebenezer's from my life I can look back at. So And, and one thing you said that I really like, too, is awards or incentives are great ways to keep kids coming back, to keep kids going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. that, that's that's really good. And so, um, and then too, um, as we talk about this idea of why Awana does awards and incentives, Awana's actually got some videos on that too. And I'll 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 link those in the show notes. But yeah, I think that was just a good way to kick off this conversation because Awana is known for that. But one thing mm-hmm. I wanted to do by having you on, Tim, is maybe look for some more creative ways to reward and incentivize our kids because, you know, maybe uh, badges and trophies aren't going to work for our kids, especially, you know, if you've got the middle school and high schoolers, they may not care for that as much. So there's way more creative and practical ways to reward uh, the children that come to our ministry. So uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, because there's so many different ways we could talk about incentives and awards within Awana. But if we're looking at the individual level, so per kid, the way we could reward them, what are some things we could do as incentives, maybe creative ways uh, to bring incentives to the kids in our ministry? Sure. Um, There are probably too many for like this, uh, this, this podcast, this video, right? Because I could spend probably hours talk coming up with ideas on how you could, um, uh, incentivize a kid. And it really comes down to what is that kid motivated by? So the first, first couple of things that we need to think about as we're going through this is your, your best person to think about how that, that clubber is going to be incentive, uh, incentivized, I guess, to do the, I think that's a word, um, to do the, to do the work, to do that, to stay focused and stay engaged. The best person is the small group leader, they have the most mm-hmm. impact because they have that relationship with that clubber. So that, that small group leader is going to know how Johnny's going to react to this incentive or this prize, or he's not really into the awards that Awana gives out. So I'm going to come in and bring in something else to kind of be that extra motivator. And as an AMD, um, it's, it's one thing to bring out a campaign to say, if we memorize 500 verses as a club for this one a year, we're going to do this big prize. So we're going to keep motivating that. But, but it's another maybe better way for the small group leader. They have more um, impact because they have the relationship. And so building a relationship with the kid to be able to understand what those incentives are is really that number one kind of best practice thing to be able to know what whether they're going to be motivated by food or whether they're going to be motivated by a, a trip to a pool party at our house or a, a trip to a bowling alley or a movie theater or what's that thing going to be for that clubber? Because there really is no silver bullet for every third through sixth grader, every kindergarten through right. second grader, every preschooler, every high schooler. There's no thing that says this is going to be the one thing 
that gets this, that every kid out there is going to want to do, right? Uh, um, and so there's all kinds of different ways. One of the, one of the big broad characteristics when we go to uh, broad kind of umbrella things that most clubs do that I've gone around to is, is somewhat of an Awana store where um, individual mm-hmm. kids can earn um, money or shares or Awana bucks, whatever you want to call them, coins, uh, uh, to, to be able to spend for a, a particular prize. And there's all kinds of different ways to do the Awana store. Um, but as far as that goes, there, I've, I've tried a bunch of different ways in, my, in the clubs that I've been in, in, uh, involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have like a room set up that was the Iwana store all the time. It was up every day, every week. So if Johnny earned a, a share for memorizing that verse, he could run down and spend that share on something little, something, uh, you know, immediate gratification kind of thing. He wanted to spend his buck on that Tootsie Roll or Lollipop or whatever it was. And then there were also big things that were up on the wall that if, if Johnny wanted to share, hold on to his shares and, and earn 20 or 30 shares mm-hmm. throughout a couple months, then he could spend that for the, you know, the bigger prize in the back. But that was a store that was always, always set up. And we had space to be able to have a room. We had our library that we could make into that Awana store on Wednesday nights for the Awana night or whatever. Um, I've seen clubs that have had a cart that is wheeled around to the different small group rooms. And yep. if they've earned that store, that thing that it was a mobile Awana store, but the same concept of having it up every week. Um, and then I also merged in my store to, um, to have a store when I didn't have the, the space that was up all the time. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of store nights, right? So kids would earn store, uh, bucks or shares for different things, whatever I wanted to motivate them to do, uh, whether it was verses or bringing in friends or, or, um, showing up every week, you know, we could, you know, give them shares just for showing up, give them a share just to come right. back. Right. And that would build in that. Once again, I want them coming back. I want them to have a purpose for, you know, coming back, bringing their book. If you have a problem with your kids, bringing their books back and forth to club, give them some incentive. You're going to want to share every time you bring your book back. And so yeah. that gives them motivation when they're home. I got to find my book. I got to bring it back because I get, I get a wanna bucks. Yeah. Um, but I used to have an Awana share right before Christmas and then right before Mother's Day at the end. Um, and used to have a big Awana store night. That's all we did was everybody came in and spent their Awana shares that they had earned. Um, and yeah. those are really cool nights. Um, I love the Christmas ones because it gave kids a, a way to buy Christmas presents for their brothers and sisters and parents. Exactly. That they that. didn't, that they they weren't that the brother and sister and parents didn't know about, right? Because when you're third grade, you go to you go to the store to buy Christmas presents. Your mom knows what she's getting for from you because she's there buying it. <laughs> you know, there's never a chance for a third grader to go to the store and buy something for their parents by themselves. But when we had that Awana store set up for them, they were able to come in and buy something. And then I pulled in some extra volunteers for that night and recruited some extra leaders to have wrapping stations where we could wrap that Christmas present up. And so they came home that night with wrapped Christmas presents for mom, dad, brother, and sister that they could put under the tree and uh, do that all from just earning shares throughout the, um, the night. Um, And we gave away shares for, for lots of stuff. We would verse memorization, um, bringing a friend, bringing your books back. Um, I gave it away for good behavior in large group time and small group time, game time. Um, and I just deployed shares to my Awana leaders 
and said, if you see somebody doing something good that you want to recognize, here's shares, go for it. You know, give, yeah. it, give them shares out throughout the night. If you see that Johnny's sitting well and really listening really well during large group time, lean over, say, hey, here's a good job. Give them a high five and give them a want to share with it. And, and they can have that immediate like kind of, because uh, I like motivating with good behavior. You know, there are some times when we have to discipline, right? right? But I like to motivate with good behavior and give them some reason to, to do the things that we want them to do rather than just constantly having to, to tell them what not to do. I've seen a couple of churches where they couldn't really do um, like have an actual store set up at their church. So what they started doing yeah. was they would make a book at the beginning of the year full of different toys and things they found on Amazon and they mm-hmm. would award them bucks or points or whatever. And so when it came time for them to spend, they can say, oh, I want this. So they, they had like a day where kids ordered and then the, they would have Amazon, you know, ship the stuff in. And so the, I just thought that was so creative. That way you're not buying too much stuff and you have a lot of stuff that no one ever buys. You're getting exactly what the kids want because they're mm-hmm. picking from that that makeshift catalog you have. I did have another uh, club that gave out the same kind of things, but they were more... Um, they were raffle tickets for everything that you did. So every verse that you memorized, they got a little raffle ticket and they put it into a bucket. And then at the end of the year, at their um, closing Awana night, right, their awards night, they had um, they pulled out raffles for like really big prizes. And the nice. kids were really excited about it. But they did like, they gave away iPads and GoPros and um, they gave away uh, um, hoverboards and like these really big prizes that the kids could, could go after. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I've if you it. want to celebrate something like really big, that's a cool way to do it as well. Um, the, uh, the, maybe the drawback to that might, some people might say the drawback to that is that not like every kid might do a lot of work, but it's a raffle. So they might not get a prize. Right. So uh, there wasn't a prize for every, every kid out there, but the kids, when I was, I was at that Awana night and every kid seemed to enjoy the the whole aspect of like, being having the chance to win these video game systems they gave away playstations and xboxes and like they gave away big prizes um but then they didn't have to spend their money on like all the tinker you know kind of like the smaller stuff that other uh, kids would you know yeah. typically are in a want store so um it might all balance out it's really like i said just kind of learning about your club learning about the kids what are the kids going to respond to best and moving in that direction um, yeah, I like that. I like that because like you said, some kids are more food motivated. And so maybe yeah. instead of bucks and toys, you do like candy or like little things yeah. like that. And, mm-hmm. and then too, I like the idea of, um, I think you'd mentioned points at one point and how you can just give those things out, you know, yeah. um, you know, instead of bucks or shares, it's like this prize is so many points and mm-hmm. points are free, you know, like, you yeah. know, you just, for showing up, points. That's uh, right. Bringing your book, points. Good behavior, points. You said your verse, points. Brought a friend. You know, yeah. so really easy to to get kids excited about every aspect of the night. And yeah. I never heard of that raffle idea. That's pretty cool how uh, for every section or something they do, it gives them a greater chance to win a prize at the end. So that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of different things that I've seen people, leaders try. Uh, and then... Once again, I guess I bring it back to like 
you might even have like your small group when we're talking about a little bit more than an individual, but like individual stuff, your small group might be able to say, if we memorize 50 verses in this month, right? You might have five kids. If we memorize 50 verses this month, maybe two verses a week, you're all going to come. We're going to bring in ice cream and like a pizza party. And that's going to be our night just as our small group and just keep your kids engaged and build that relationship a little bit more. Um, You know, that small group leader has much more, much more power and much more relatableness than the AMD will have sitting outside watching it all happen. The small group leader is going to have that relationship with those four or five kids and going to be able to know what's going to motivate those kids a little bit better. So they have much more power than maybe they think they have. It's a little bit underrated as far when I've traveled around. Yeah. And I like that because you're, you're showing just how flexible it can be. You know, yeah. you can do things on an individual level. You can do things on a small group level. Um, and I like that. You know, the, the small group leader sets a goal. If we reach this, man, our small group will we'll have a pizza party. Our small group will go and do this thing. And so just so many different ways. It can be an Awana store. It doesn't have to be an Awana store. Mm-hmm. Um, it's whatever fits your kids. Like I know when I was in Awana, uh, like, you know, for our youth group, we didn't do like awards or anything. So we would do events. Like we did, if we do this yeah. many verses or go this far, then uh, we'll have a lock-in or we'll, uh, mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll go do something. So yeah, just learning your kids. Are they into sports? Maybe give, a, you know, going to a sporting event as an incentive. And yeah, and so that that kind of leads to my next thing because we've been talking about individuals, and you mentioning the small groups a perfect spe- segue, because you know there's the individual things you can give like individual points, Rwanda bucks, or the individual like badges or mm-hmm. awards. Uh, but group incentives are huge too. You know, I've seen things like VBS where they have the group incentives, you know, the girls versus the boys with yeah. maybe a, a can drive they're doing or raising funds for a missionary. And and so those group incentives easily fit into Awana. And so I wanted to ask you maybe some ideas you've seen in your time serving as a leader and in other churches of some group incentive ideas we could have in our ministries. Sure. Um, and that's really, you had just talked about points. That's really where the points come in for me as, a, as an AMD when I was running club is I used to, when kids registered for Awana, I would break them into four teams, red, green, red, blue, green, and yellow. Yeah. Um, regardless of what, and that would be their game team line, but, uh, but I, it wasn't, it was the whole club. So there were cubbies on that red team, sparks, TNT track and journey kids on that, on that red team. And then, Whatever they did that night as far as verse memorizations or games or bringing friends or any of that, all that kind of stuff, they all earned points for it as a team. Uh, And so then those points would accumulate and we'd have fun like displaying those points and and having that contest um, and then give away, like you said, the prize uh, pizza parties, those kind of things at the end. Um, for the the team uh, that was always a fun way to bring some life and some energy into my um, my opening uh, and get the kids ready for the night um, and then uh, it also kept them engaged in theme nights because I used to I used to give out points for um, every like I would give away 10 points for every red like on color team night right we had team color night and so as much red as you can wear yeah you know that's what I want so if I wanted the kids to bring more red, I gave away points for how much red you wore. So for every item that you have on that's red, I'm going to give you 10 points for that. 
So kids used to have fun with that, right? They'd have bracelets up their arms of red bracelets because <laughs> they got 10 points for them all. So then they count, they got, I got 30 bracelets on here. I just got 300 points, right? They, they used to have like four t-shirts on and shorts. And, <laughs> but, but it would just be something fun that they would do to like get them engaged in that thing that you wanted to have, you know, create more fun in life. And, and the kids are um, more motivated to and engaged to do those things. Um, and I used to give away, I used to give away points for bringing friends. Um, and, but I used to leverage the points for what I wanted them to do most. Um, mm. So if I want if, if games, I didn't really give away that many points for, because as an AMD, I'm not really that concerned as to who wins game time or not. I'm more motivated as to who's going to bring friends to my wanna club, um, who's going to reach out. I want them to be motivated to do that. So if I might give away a hundred points for the winning game, winning game, I'm going to give you 500 points to bring a friend. Right. And then they're going to be much more motivated to bring a friend. I'm going to give them, you know, 500 points or 250 points for every verse that they memorize, because I want them to be more motivated to learn verses and to bring friends to the wanna club. than to win at game time. Um, and, uh, uh, and then I used to, <laughs> I used to go a little bit above and I don't know, maybe it was too much work, but I used to give points for then I used to give, if, if Johnny brought in a friend, right. He used to get 500 points. And for every week that that friend came back, I still gave Johnny a hundred points. So, uh-huh. for, so I wanted that friend to not just come once. I wanted them to come a bunch of times. So uh, you know, you got 500 points the first night. And then when Johnny came back each time, when the friend came back each time, they got Johnny got another 100 points. But Johnny also got individual awards going back to that individual thing. Yeah, for everything that I gave team points for, they also got shares for right. So they yep. got more shares for bringing a friend. And they got a share every night that their Johnny's friend came back. And then if Johnny's friend brought a friend, he got an extra 100 points, right? So <laughs> so like it, it was kind of like a pyramid scheme, but for friends that came to Wana Club, near near Wana Club. Uh, so so it was uh, it was fun that way too. Um, but you motivate them to do the things that you want them to be motivated to. Um, I actually gave away points if they could say the verse that they learned last week. I gave them another hundred points if they could uh, or whatever. It, I'm just making up numbers at the at the moment, but I gave them another hundred points if they could say it the next week too Mm. right so you got your first original points but then if you're going to review it i want you to be able to say it next week i'm going to give you more points for that verse if you can say it next week too and if and if your parents or your grandparents or your aunts and uncles can whoever's dropping you off for wana if they can say your verse from last week i'm going to give you 500 points (laughs) so that was a cool way to bring in parents and get them memorizing verses too right because because then Johnny's going to go home. And he's going to be like, mom, you got to memorize John three sixteen Cause I get 500 points for my team. If you can drop me off and say John three sixteen to my leader, I'm going to get 500 points for my team. And what parent there's, there's probably a lot of parents are going to be more motivated to memorize that verse. If their kids are asking them to do that. Yes. Um, rather than just, rather than just doing it. So I used to find other things that I could, that would enhance my club and enhance the community. And it's all just points that are free. It doesn't cost me any more points to give away uh, yeah. a thousand points. It doesn't, doesn't matter to the, yeah. the budget of my club. It's just, it is what it is. And um, I love that idea of the color teams 
because that just brings hype and excitement all year round. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Because it not only affects you, uh, if you bring a friend or say your verses, man, that goes to my team too. And I love the idea of in opening ceremonies, how you can Mm -hmm. start off the night with here's the team in the lead. Oh man, blue team, you're only 500 points behind red team. Man, all you've got to do is this and you're there. And so, yeah, it just brings, and that's the thing is you want to want it to be fun. Obviously, we care about sharing the gospel. We care about instilling biblical truth in kids. But if it's not fun, they ain't coming back. I mean, you got to have that. There's not a lot of uh, third through fifth graders in TNT that are going to say, I've done a lot of homework. I've done a lot of schoolwork. I've done my math. I've done the history and the English and all that kind of stuff. But yes, sign me up for more work and to let me sit in still for 20 minutes and to read more, you know, because like we talked about, they're tangible kids. They, they don't, they, they haven't yet grasped, not a lot of them have yet grasped the eternal significance of what they're doing. Yeah. And, and so we have to bring that down to a place where they're going to be motivated to do that because we understand as leaders, the, the larger benefit to their life for those things. And so we have to make it fun and we have to get in, them engaged and, and to be a little crazy as leaders so that they can have fun with it and do those things. Yeah. Um, and with my teams, you had mentioned one thing that I wanted to bring up uh, that I found was that, that made it a lot better. Uh, I tweaked it a little bit because uh, you had mentioned it gives you incentives like all year long and it does. But I found that the whole year was too long for the, the points for the teams before yeah. the kids got, because the kids got a little tired and, and the points got huge, right? Cause, yeah. cause I was like up to like a hundred thousand points for the winning team because we were going 32 weeks. Yeah. So what I did was I, um, I broke it down into, to, um, four quarters of the year. So every eight nice. weeks would be a competition. And so every eight weeks I gave away a pizza party for the winning team, um, or ice cream or whatever it was that I decided that year or that quarter to give away as the prize. Um, but if red team won in that first eight weeks, they spent all of their, they spent all of their points on that pizza party and every other team, blue, green, and yellow rolled over 50% of their points the next quarter. Um, and it did a couple of things. It gave blue, green, and yellow a much better chance of winning more than red, because sometimes you never know when you're breaking up the teams and registering, if you're going to have just one team that's just super motivated and all their kids want to memorize their verses and all their parents are memorizing and they're bringing friends in in like trailers and stuff. Like you don't know if that's going to happen for one of your teams. And so you don't want it to just be a lopsided competition the whole time. So you want to bring in like different things to kind of even the playing field sometimes. So, so red spent all their points. They started at zero for quarter two. Everybody else was at 50 uh, halfway, you know, 50% of what they earned from quarter one. And so, generally one of those other teams is going to win then they're going to spend their money and then two of those other teams are going to have 50 percent plus 50 percent so by the time you get to the fourth quarter that last team that hasn't won anything yet is probably going to win that fourth that fourth quarter but it broke up the year and it gave them something more like tangible kind of right away kind of thing but then it also gave like you know the, the teams that maybe didn't have as motivated of kids they had that one kid that was trying to trying to drag the team along and try to carry them on their back. But the other kids just didn't really care that much about the points or, you know, did that kind of stuff. It still gave them a chance as much of a chance as I could for them to win. 
at the end. And I think that's important too with group incentives is to kind of make sure that the you, you, even the playing field kind of give everybody a, an opportunity to win without rigging it so that it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And I like that, how you would break up announcing the winners every quarter, because with kids, if you have a carrot on a stick and it's there too long, if it's out of reach for too long, they're just going to quit. And yeah. so uh, yeah. I'm learning that with my kid who's learning to crawl right now. So, you know, you hold out that toy too long, you just give up. So that's awesome, man. That's, that's really smart. You don't want you. the carrot to get moldy. You yeah, want yeah, the yeah. carrot to get moldy while it's out on the stick before they can eat it. Yeah, right, right. You want it to be within grass pretty soon. And That's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. You know, like I said, we can talk about so many, there's so many ways to make club fun, to give those incentives, to motivate kids. And uh, I know before we even got on our, our conversation here, we were sharing ideas. I liked one phrase you said that kids love punishing their leaders. And that's oh, yeah, so yeah. true. I've seen uh -huh. clubs where they say like, you know, if we have this many verses said by this time, uh, we'll, we'll pie our uh, ministry director in the face or, you know, you could do even like small groups facing each other or boys versus girls. Like if the TNT girls say more verses, then they get to, you know, uh, do a dunk tank on the guy leaders, you know, like, so there's just so many different ways you can make it fun. But I like how you said kids love punishing leaders. And it's so true. Anything like that, they will eat it Absolutely. up. If there's, if there's anything, if the closest thing that I could find to a silver bullet where every kid's going to respond to it, that's the, that's the closest thing I can find. If you can get leader, them to be able to throw a pie in their leader's face or spray them with silly string or super soakers, like get them wet or, uh, you know, whatever it might be for the leaders. I, I had to this last, uh, last BBS, I, they, we had a, that guys versus girls competition for the offering all, all week for VBS. Yeah. And the, the, the punishment, the, the thing that you had to do was they had a box that was like open on the side to the kids, but I couldn't see it. And it just had two holes on the sides that I just had to, I had to reach my hand in and kind of guess what it was in the box. <laughs> and, and so they did, they did things like um, one of them was like, pudding with like worms in it and stuff or like dirt with worms and stuff like that you had to like feel around in and get it out um but the last one actually kind of got me a little bit it was the first ones weren't too bad the last one they had it's someone had stuffed like had a squirrel like trophy like a toy kind of thing <laughs> but it was it was fake but it was really felt really real and so they had unbeknownst to me they had tied this like leash to it right so that I really thought it was real. And, and my thought it was going to be like a, a kitten or something that might like bite at my fingers, but it was really like safe, but it was actually alive. But like, so I reached in and all of a sudden they pulled the leash and it like jumped at my hand, but I couldn't see it. And so it was a little startling, but the kids loved it. I mean, the kids, yeah. every kid, boys, girls, everybody loved it. They wanted that to happen. Um, they would bring in money based off of who was winning that, that night. Um, and so, like you said, that those work really well for um, for verses to memorize. I'm going to memorize a ton of verses this year. Our group is going to memorize all these verses. Um, you know that that brings uh, bringing in money for our missionaries. Uh, we used to charge uh, like every pie would cost whatever it was uh, to pie your your leader. And so, all the leaders that that were willing to volunteer, and most of them were. The kids got to write down which leader they wanted um, and they would uh, buy how many pies they wanted to do that for and and they would throw pies at the leaders. Um, 
uh, or you could do it with super soakers or silly string, whatever it is that you want to do for the leaders. Um, those are really good for bringing in money, can drives, those kind of things. Right. Uh, but the other one that works really well that Awana actually has a lot of resources for is for the, uh, the versathons, like Awana versathons, yes. where you have kids just like a, just like a, a, la, a jogathon or a walkathon or whatever, where the kids get sponsors for how many miles they're going to walk. They would get sponsors for how many verses they can recite on a Saturday. Right. Um, and so uh, their grandparents and their aunts and uncles and all that kind of stuff would pledge money towards, I'm going to give a dollar for every verse that the kids are, are, are going to say. And so they come in and they say their verses on a Saturday and, and that, that, that works really well too. That's another incentive for some kids to, to uh, be able to bring in money um, for a missionary or for a part of the country. Uh, I know that there's one church in Georgia that does it every year for their want to go. They do their versathon and they right. basically, they, they sponsored almost an entire country for their wanna because through that versathon that they do every year and all the kids now that it's gone on and they built up every year um the kids get super excited about versathon and uh they're they're gonna hold all their verses and say them all on on versathon night and uh right. and that's that's a really cool thing for them as well um but yeah if there's one that's closest to a silver bullet it's anything involving leaders getting punished at some in some way <laughs> shape or form or leaders making a fool of themselves in whatever way so uh you know that's yeah. that's maybe the the key to it uh, being a leader is being willing to kind of make a fool out of yourself a little bit so yeah. that kids could gain that eternal motivation for their eternal rewards of memorizing scripture <laughs> <laughs> yeah and listen i'm willing to do that i will do pretty much anything anything out there i will do if kids will you know, bring in more money so I can share the got, you know, get Awana to reach a little further, or yeah. they're going to say more verses, or they're going to learn more about God and come back to Awana more times. Like, you know, if you had a, you could do that. Uh, I used to have them, I had them shave my head one year and now I do it voluntarily uh, on my own. <laughs> but back when I had hair, I, I let the kids shave my head. If we brought it, if we had a hundred kids at our Wana club and we usually ran about 50, 55 kids or whatever. So I said, listen, if on one week throughout this year, you guys get 100 kids here on a night, um, we'll, I'll let you shave my head. So, uh, we, they did it and we, um, uh, I had little clippers and each of the kids like got into a line and they came and they just, they, got the clippers and then they shaved my head and, Man. and then my mom finished it off. So, uh, but they loved it. They, they were motivated because I put up my hair, right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. And I think that's a good way to summarize and end this is, you know, you don't, you don't have to have all the money in the world. You don't have to, you know, just do what makes it fun do whatever it takes. We've given so many different options here, whether it's the Awana Awards you can purchase off of uh, Awana Store or whether you're doing events or whether you have the teams where they earn points for the teams, whether you do the Awana Store, whatever it is, uh, just do what makes your kids excited because if they're excited, they're going to keep coming back. They're going to keep engaged. And when that happens, like you said, it's worth it. Even if you have That's to look right. English, because That's they right. are taking in the gospel and they're learning scripture and getting those foundations. So, Absolutely. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for jumping on. Yeah. A lot of good insight, a lot of good stories. This was a lot of fun, man. We're going to have to have you come back on for sure. Absolutely. Uh, thanks again for sharing about 
and these different ways we can keep our kids motivated and coming back. This was, uh, this was really good. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. If you have any questions about what you've heard today, you can reach out to us at hunterw at awana.org. Again, that's hunterw at awana.org. Also, we'd love to hear your comments, your ideas, and your suggestions about this topic and other topics we covered. So you can go to that same email and share your ideas. And as always, if you need more information, you can head over to www.awanatn.com. And that's where you can find more videos, more articles, and more podcasts. Well, that's all I've got today. We'll see you again soon.